0: the values, the mission, the goals of Crossroads, and the things that we do together as a community. So uh, a beautiful, wonderful day. And if you're at home today and uh, you can't be in the room, well, you can still send your questions to us uh, through Facebook, or you can even email them to crossroads at ccmonline.org. So we hope that you'll do that. Uh, We'll be receiving communion together today, and we will be having prayers of the people today. And so um, if if you have at any point today have prayers that you'd like us to pray with you uh you'll see the sticky notes around the room you can write those down and you can bring them up uh either to the pedestal that's up front or you can uh, stick them on the whiteboard that is to your right my left uh, and we'd love to pray those things those needs that you have uh with you today so uh and if you're at home again you can uh, put those prayers either on the line at facebook uh i'm not saying on the line like i think online is on the line i mean you can write it on the line uh or again you can uh, send those prayers if you'd like us to be praying with you during the week to crossroads at ccmonline.org so make sure you get your communion elements ready and uh to everybody online we say hello to you
1: God inhabits the praises of his people, right? So whether you're having the best day or the worst day of your life, when we praise, God's presence comes down with us. And there's definitely more than two or three in this room. And there's definitely more than two or three online. And so we are just believing that as we are praising and worshiping this morning, that you are feeling the manifest presence of God in your space. Amen. The call to worship this morning I can't tell you where it's from, but I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> Psalm,
0: yeah, from the Bible. It's Psalm, from... That's right. From Psalm the Bible. 112, verses 4 through 9. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Welcome to Crossroads. I may or may not represent the <laughs> yes, views of do. the church. Yes, sir, um, yes you do. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Jesus, help me. From the book of Psalm, verse or chapter 112, verse 4 through... Nine. That's right. Light shines in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, compassionate, and righteous. It goes well for a person who is gracious and lends, and he will maintain his cause in judgment. For he will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever.
2: He will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is firm. He will not fear, but will look with satisfaction on his enemies. And he is saying a lot of the he's, right? So know what the he is, right? The he could be the God or the he can be all of us, right? Because don't we exclude us. <laughs> Just saying, you know. <laughs> he is given freely to the poor. Thank you, Lord. His righteousness endures forever, amen. And his horn will be
3: exalted in honor, amen. Well, friends, let's pray together. <laughs> One of the best gifts of church is that we pray with people. You know, all week long, we've been praying in our own homes or with our own special two or three. And, uh, and today, you get to pray with the community. And there is something so wonderful about lifting up our prayers together, right? And to hear maybe the prayer you wrote coming out of someone else's mouth, and hearing the people of God say, amen, we're praying with you. So there is power in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, anybody. And, uh, and there's also vulnerability in prayer, which means we get to name what is really true in the moment. And that we are appealing to the mercy of God mm-hmm. in this place. So together, I'm going to ask you to take your posture of prayer however you like to do that. You can stand, you can sit, you can kneel. You can lift your hands. You can put your hand on your heart. You can say amen anytime the Holy Spirit gives you that prompt that you want to just offer a, a clear amen, which really just saying together, so be it, God, do this for my friend. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. And everybody said
4: Amen. Amen. So this morning, praying for deliverance from addiction for someone's son and his girlfriend. Yes, the prayers of grace and protection for the yes. baby that is on the way for them. Yes, Lord Jesus. God, in your mercy and in your power, we as the body connect to the head. Oh. And we just ask that your grace and anointing would flow through us in jesus name
3: you hear our prayers oh god amen there's prayers for all who loved bobby sims and so together we pray and hold all that you know god for these people to be surrounded by the comfort and the grace and the presence of god
4: pray this morning uh, for someone's brother that is embarking on a journey with cancer in their body. Lord, we pray that you would send your word and bring healing. Lord, in your mercy.
3: You hear our prayers. You hear our prayers for all who are suffering with sadness, and depression, and addictions. Lord, you hear our prayers even as we say names to you of people who are suffering today. Lord, in your mercy you hear these prayers. You hear the names that each of us are saying and lifting up. Whether in the silence of our heart or out loud, we know you hear. Do what only you can do on this day. Amen.
4: Amen. Lord, we pray for our friend Tim. Who lives in another state and is a part of Crossroads, as he heads this month to the Blind Center in the Chicago area. We pray that the doctors would have wisdom and understanding and anointing, and we pray for miracles for Tim around his health. Lord, in your mercy.
3: You hear our prayers, and you hear our prayers for the uh, Snyder family and all who loved Jack. So together friends we're praying for the surrounding grace of God. Lord in your mercy you hear our prayers.
4: We pray for Tori today and we pray God for insight and healing around the seizures that Tori is struggling with. God we pray that You would bring health to Tori's body and and that there would be wisdom and understanding around all that would cause this and that all of those things, God, would be totally enveloped in your love. Lord, in your mercy,
3: we pray. You hear our prayers. Amen. For all who do not know you and who need your salvation, spirit, soul, and body. For those who loved Sarah Keeler and all who loved Amber Griffith and Devin Parrott and Sue Hayes.
4: And Lord, we pray for our beloved Julia and Helen today. God, we pray that your anointing would rest on their bodies. That your touch would permeate every cell, every muscle, every tissue, every organ, every system. We speak life and health, God. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Lord, we pray in your mercy Hear our prayers.
3: And everyone said, let your healing grace come. Spirit, soul, and body for every person who's praying right now that we're praying with. Oh, God, let your healing grace come. Spirit, soul, and body, we pray for all the members of your body, those who are gathered together here at Crossroads. Let your healing rain fall upon us, we pray. And so, will you stand with us? We're going to be praying um, as we get ready for communion. And uh, I just want to make us aware that though we are many, we are one body in Christ. And so, when one part of the body hurts, the rest of the body is feeling it. Even if it's your pinky, you know what I'm saying? You ever smash your pinky? Yes. Yes. And your whole body knows it. My middle toe is broken, and you know, that affects the way the whole body works. And so, you know, I want to say wherever you all are today, you are connected, you are interconnected with the people who are praying these prayers, friends. So let's hold them up together even as we take communion today. We say, though we are many, we are one body. And when one part of the body hurts, we want to lift their prayers to you in faith, hope, and especially love. And it's in the powerful and vulnerable and beautiful name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Let's prepare for communion. Amen. Amen. So we'll have
2: um, our ministers up here that are able to serve you. um, So you can receive that way. Or there are um, communion um, little cups in the back that you can um, also take uh, partake of. So you'll see that we'll have um, a part that says leader. And so we'll be reading that. And then when it says people, um, we'll have all of you join us. Creator God, we come to your table desiring a conversation. We remember the last meal Jesus shared with his friends at the communion table. We accept the invitation just as they did. To bring all our joys and suffering, hunger and satisfaction, doubts and revelations, beauty and frustration. We take communion with those who have a different perspective, but come with a desire to know you. We all come with what we have done and what we have failed to do to eat the meal of mercy.
5: Christ is before all things, and in Christ all things hold together, and Christ is the head of the body, the church. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, through many, or though many, are one body in Christ, and individual individually members of one another. We are one body with gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Christ is the head of the body. Christ within us all. The gifts
2: of God for the people of God. Take this bread and cup in remembrance of Christ giving his own life for us. And so make every effort to receive Christ and the members of Christ's body with love, respect, Dignity and unity. Creator and Redeemer of all, be known to us, your body, bread, and cup, and the choice to belong to one another. Amen.
6: You may receive. All right. Well, welcome to Crossroads. We're so excited you're here today, especially, especially as we're having a conversation about What is Crossroads, and what is the new perspective we are offering to the world? Um, So we're so glad you're here. If you're new, this is a great day to be new, Um, and we just want to invite you to go to the Next Steps kiosk after church. We have a gift for you, and would love to hear a little bit more of your story and how you ended up at Crossroads. If you're online or if you're in person and don't want to talk to someone, you can follow this QR code and find some more information as well. And then we just have a few announcements of ways that you can connect, serve, and grow coming up. Um, Lent is almost here. Ash Wednesday is February 14th. Maybe you've never heard of Lent, which is great. Um, Lent is the six weeks leading up to Easter as we um, really dig into Jesus's ministry. Um, And we, some of us fast, some of us do spiritual practices that help us to connect with the story of Jesus. Um, But it's just a special time every year um, to enter a season that is intentionally focused um, as we head towards resurrection. Um, And we're also going to be celebrating the Sunday um, after Ash Wednesday um, through Easter wilderness camp with our kids. K through 8 will be in the cafeteria together, and we're going to have an awesome time um, following the season of Lent. And then the Discovery Retreat is coming up Saturday, February 17th, um, and it will be a time to get away and start this season um, with some intentional practices guided by Scott and Claire. So, thanks so much for coming. Oh, I did have one more announcement that's not in the slides. Um, Thank you to Teshna, wherever she is. Last week, Teshna preached a beautiful message on peace and shalom. And she said that we're starting a series um, called A People, A Place, and A Just Society. And if you're interested in joining that, um, there's daily um, devotionals um, that are in an app on your phone. You pay $10 to access those. And she's going to lead a discussion group for the people at Crossroads who want to do that together. So if you're interested in um, doing that, she has a QR code at the check-in station and at the Next Steps um, kiosk as well. And if you could let us know if you're interested by this Sunday, we want to choose a format that works for the people who want to do it, which would make sense, right? So thank you, Teshna, and we're super excited for that. And now? Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. All right, get your phones. You were supposed There's to have QR that. Okay, so you great. Can check it out. <laughs> yes. And today we're going to have a little panel conversation with Scott Claire, AJ, and I. So, we're going to take our seats. And, and I invite I... you to stand. Oh. I wanna... So, will you all stand okay. for a minute? I wanted to
4: also mention that um, if you don't have the $10, Charles and Jill will be glad to pay for that for you. <laughs> Where am I sitting? Where do you want to sit? It's far from Charles. Look at and I'm Joe making possible. a mess
3: everywhere I go. What else is new? This okay. is going to be
4: interesting. It's going to be so much fun. have time fun. limits. So
3: keep playing, keep playing, <laughs> keep playing, keep playing. So, how many of you have ever gone to a wedding where they do the anniversary dance? You know, like the, pe- the old people end up dancing the longest. Scott and I have now won twice. Yes. Just so you know. Okay, so here's the situation. If you're Baptist, you might want to dance like this. Right? All right. Now, if you're a little Pentecostal, you might want to give it a little, little ba- bounce. And you can just pretend you're Baptist if you don't want to bounce. Okay? You can just stand here and snap. You can move. Give, give it a little move. Get a, get a little, little move here. Little, little move. All right? And we're just going to say, we're going to hook my computer up to the screen there and we're going to say how many years have you been at Crossroads? So we're going to start, all right, however you want to dance, okay? (laughs) If you're brand new today, you can keep dancing for a second. <laughs> and now you can sit down, Brandon. So you don't have today. to dance anymore. You if don't you're have new to dance here. anymore. Good for you. All you're right. feeling
4: less humiliated. So
3: we're dancing. How about one year? If you've been here one year, just wave your hand at us and then sit down. Beautiful. Welcome. Welcome. How about five years? We want to see the five-year-olds. Come on, wave your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can be seated. How about the 10 year olds?
4: 10 and under. 10 and uh, under, wave
3: your hand. Yeah. And be seated. And how about 20 years?
4: Yikes, who knows?
3: Everybody else but the 20s sit. Hopefully
4: your memory goes back Woo! that far.
3: How about 25? Uh-huh, they're still standing. Wow. Say so you can say, I'm still standing. How about 30 years? You've been here 30 years. Oh my lord since 1991 let's see all the 1991 Woo! so we want you to know that these are the people who took it to the streets for you they're Definitely. still here they're still standing yeah let's so can you guys stand yes. up one more time and let's hear it for that first year Woo! My- Stand and represent your mom, Matthew. (laughs) Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Wow. It's so much fun, isn't it?
4: Yes. Mm
3: -hmm. And um, and one of the things that I love is that all of us have experienced Crossroads differently. Mm -hmm. Everybody in this room, you know, our uh, nieces and nephews and our kids would say, you really embarrassed us in the beginning. It was hard to go to school. <laughs> they would say, Who are those people that meet in Gordon School? We'd say, You know, it's okay if you deny us. <laughs> but what we want to say is that there was a group that met in Gordon School in that very beginning. And we began this amazing journey, and even right away, started to do things like hurricane relief. The very it, Within a year of being a church, we were already looking at justice, mercy, and helping those in need. Mm-hmm. By 95, we had a food pantry that served 10 tons to 1,700 people when we were just a little itty baby church, right? <clears throat> We started to build this church, and and you can't even believe all the pictures. Scott and I were going through them this morning. We said we're going to really irritate people.
4: It was funny. I was having a conversation with John Potter about one of the pictures I saw. And John said, You had better not bring that picture up today. <laughs> and it's not gonna show up, but it's there, it's lurking. There's a lot it's lurking,
3: of it's lurking. there's a
4: lot of great photos out there. Yeah. Just think of yourself back in those days.
3: Yeah. Well remember that uh, you know, Sean and Kathleen moved out here with the Michigan State Police and they couldn't find a church, but they did find some friends named Charles and Jill and mm. Connie McAllister. And they started a Bible study at Sean and Kathleen's house. And pretty, pretty soon, they were haranguing us into it. We lived in Detroit, and we were serving on a pastoral staff. And they're like, just come for one Bible study. Just, just come for one. Come see what we're doing.
4: It's been the longest Bible study ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys hooked up to my screen yet?
4: Yes. Yeah, awesome. I
3: it. just can't see it there. Okay, cool. So I just want to say thanks, Sean and Kathleen, for giving us the ride of our lives. Mm-hmm. Thank you for inviting us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for <laughs> believing that these, these two weirdos would move here to, to join this group in a Bible study that would soon become the church crossroads. And when we were building this church, I got to tell you, we did all the stuff outside, inside, because we were in love with Jesus. You know, the first time I saw Jill Theodorovich in a Bible study, on her knees, tears streaming down her face, hands in the air, you know, I thought, oh, she's going to be my good friend. It was one of those moments that people who have a shared love for God, I mean, would you look at Bonnie with the wheelbarrow? This was the building (laughs) of the church. Bonnie with those great earrings and the wheelbarrow. And, you know, you think about what, what is it that drove the beginnings of Crossroads? Was it doctrine or dogma? No. It was love for God mm-hmm. and love for people. Because I'm going to tell you something, guys. Jesus is not going to get that uh, wigged out about anybody's theology when we get to heaven. But there is one thing God is saying, do you love God? Do you love your neighbor as you love yourself? That is the theology God is concerned about. So that's where we're focusing. That's where we've been focusing all these years. I mean, would you look at that band? That was in that room. Um, There's no carpet on the floor. No carpet. And Charles is on keys. (laughs) He used to do the best Jimmy. uh, What's his name, honey? Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee, Lee. like you got to see Charles play funky piano. It's sweet. And so I want (laughs) to say that, yes, did we get some things wrong in the beginning? Yes. Did we get some things right in the beginning? Yes. Just like you. All the days of the journey. Has our perspective changed on kind of the outside things of this, that and the other that everybody's arguing about? Of course. We're all transforming, amen? Amen. And we want to say Crossroads' mission is helping people navigate the journey, which means one time, you know, one year, you're going to say something that two years later you're going to say, I don't think that way anymore. And we just want to say, we're here to help you navigate the journey. Hold all things loosely. Learn how to say things like, it depends. And, oh, I don't know is really good, too. I love that. Some of the things that we know absolutely that Jesus said are things like "Pour new wine into new wine skins, things like you 've heard it said, but I say," or "How do you read it
7: mm-hmm.
3: don 't you think Jesus is a magnificent conversationalist that there isn 't this idea? Let me just tell you i 'm going to tell you i 'm going to tell you listen. Which, I'm not saying anybody here preached like that in the beginning. But, you know, we've been growing. (laughs) And the truth is, we start to understand that a wise teacher gets you to think and discover the movement of God in your own life. And so, and we all, say it with me, friends, with unveiled face. Oh, by the way, I want to, if I was going to do a clear version of the Bible... I would say, and we all with true story self, unveiled face, beholding Beholding the glory glory of the Lord Lord are being transformed transformed into the same same image from from one degree degree of glory glory to to another, another. which means let's grow. Let's transform, right? For it comes comes from from the Lord who is spirit. Spirit. Yes. I mean, even last week, these people were standing underneath Jeremiah 6.16. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask where the good way is or ask for the ancient paths, whichever version you like best. And and, and you'll hear, this is the way, walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. So while we have new perspectives, it doesn't mean that we let go of the ancient path, Christ. Before the foundations of the world, Christ. Mm -hmm. Before you were a thought in your parents' mind, Christ. And so we want to say, yes, we're learning, we're growing, we have new perspectives, we're, we're, we're more grown up than we were yesterday. You are too, aren't you? Here's hoping that we are transforming by the renewing of our minds, which is our thinking, feeling, and doing. So with that, we just want to say, maybe you'll say it with us, Crossroads Church, Church and Ministry is a transforming, transforming community, community with a primary, aspirational, aspirational inspirational model, model of Acts 2.42.
4: So if you could, um, just imagine, as I read this scripture, I want you to just imagine, you, you can close your eyes if you want, leave your eyes open, but just imagine, so Jesus at this point in the scripture, he's resurrected from the dead. The church, uh, as we know it, is birthed in the book of Acts earlier in chapter 2. And then in this short amount of time, through Jesus three years on the earth and then the church being birthed, these are the kinds of things that begin to happen in groups of people in different various parts of that part of the world. And I want you to imagine what maybe God might invite you to or us to as we read this scripture, because this scripture has always been a scripture that we feel like is a model of pursuit and is a picture of what we have been invited to as crossroads. This is what it says. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to breaking of bread and to prayer. They were filled with awe at the many wonders and signs that were happening. All the believers were together, and they had everything in common. They sold property and some sold possessions to give to anyone who had a need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts, and they praised God. And they enjoyed the favor of all people. Not just the people that agreed with them, not just the people that had become Christ followers, but in some remarkable way, because of what God was doing in their lives, this obviously is paraphrase, I'm adding some things. In some remarkable way, God helped them enjoy the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved or coming to Christ. So I, I typed out uh, my thought because I I was told how many minutes I had, and I thought, man, I better type this out and just read <laughs> my condensed version on the perspective of what we've encountered in the last 32 years and what we still continue to encounter. 33. Pardon. 33. 33. Yeah. Oh
3: no. 32. 33.
4: Almost. <laughs> 33 in April. So it's kind of like I'm still 61. I won't be 62 until October. So anyway. <laughs> Mrs. <Lurridge. laughs> so Okay, Mr. Lurridge. Here's my perspective on all this. We, we have always believed in the local church, meaning mm-hmm. from that small group of people in that living room that Claire described when Jill was crying in the middle of worship, even in the imperfections, and the church that Jesus spoke of represents the hope of the world. Jesus said he would build the church and the gates of hell would not overcome it. This is the essence of good news. Jesus came to the earth for all humanity. There's no one outside of that. He came to offer faith, hope, and love. Which translates into things like forgiveness and peace, justice, healing, restoration, infilling, presence, strength, courage, deliverance, goodness, kindness, a safe harbor, new life, and the list can go on. Jesus lived a sinful and exemplary life in community sinless, I'm sorry, lived a sinless and exemplary life in community while mentoring and modeling the fullness of life. Mm -hmm. He went to a cross, he died, was buried and resurrected so all, all of humanity could be offered life forevermore. He left the church, the body of Christ, to, among other things, to be a physical representation of God's presence on the earth. That is why we are here, this Crossroads Church, to be a part of that. That is why we're here as a community of faith. What part do we play in this remarkable invitation? That has always been the question, and this has always been the dream that we are continuing to pursue and build. As a faith community, we've experienced all that life offers, and at times it's felt like even more than life offers. The highest of highs from that transcendent moment that Claire mentioned in that first meeting when you could tangibly sense that God's presence was in the room. And we knew, I think all of us in that room knew, our lives were never going to be the same. Mm -hmm. And we've experienced that. Maybe even on this day, some of you have experienced that along the way. But then there's been the most difficult of difficulties. And all along the way, we've attempted to stay as connected as possible to our remarkable God. Mm -hmm. Listening for the Holy Spirit's voice and faithfully following through on what God directs. No matter what the call, no matter what the cost, no matter what the invitation or sacrifice it is such a wonderful privilege to engage personally and as a community. And we, as a church body, say, let God's kingdom come.
3: Let God's kingdom come.
4: And let God's will be done. Let
3: God's will be done.
4: On earth and in this church as it is in heaven. Amen? Amen. 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 And AJ and, a- AJ and Hannah are going to share their perspective uh, in the time that they've been here
3: but but did you hear Bradley giving her perspective it was great at Bradley was amen and in the second row here all while you were talking absolutely
5: (laughs) well we are in that second group we we've been at Crossroads for almost five years close yeah a month a month out but
6: not quite four four years we'll be turning five soon (laughs) aren't you glad Aren't you
3: guys glad you have us to remind you of the math yeah for Mm -hmm. sure
6: (laughs)
5: It took us like five minutes to remember when we started coming. Um, So one of the things that we had approached this conversation through was Crossroads is at the... You know many of our stories, um, and we've had the opportunity to share them, but Crossroads is the center of so much of our blessing in our life. Um, And as we have talked to our friends, and family. Our parents ask a lot of questions about Crossroads. Um, it is so hard sometimes to put our finger on what is unique or um, what, it, what it is in this space, in this room, in this community that presents the invitation that we continue to accept, and then the invitation that we hope everybody else is, is accepting, too, in this community. We, you know, this is a beautiful space, beautiful community. Um, and so that's that's where the conversation started with us as we we started thinking about what is this what is this space because um, these are our, this is our church and this is our people even in in five years um, so we have found Crossroads to be a space where we encounter the love of God and the Holy Spirit every Sunday mm-hmm. but those things belong so much beyond Sunday mm-hmm. right and I think that so we've been a part of Christian organizations and different churches. Um, even as young as we are, <laughs> um, but this is a space where the promises of God and the blessings center in our lives and our experience so uniquely um, from from past um, spaces we have belonged.
7: I'm good. I'm good.
6: Um, yeah, I think if you take yourself back about five years from now, it was 2019. Um, And we were still settling into Crossroads um, in 2020, and it was a complicated time for any organization to navigate politically and socially, Um, and we just fell in love with the way that leaders led during that time, the way that people prioritized relationship, they were willing to be creative, and find new ways to be a community to protect the marginalized um, and each other, the people they loved most. Um, And... That uh, spoke wonders to us. Um, We knew some of the decisions weren't popular (laughs) and the preference that people gave for each other and for each of us in that time Um, was really how we came to understand what Crossroads was. Um, I was looking back at what is our first picture of Crossroads? And my first pictures are bread and wine at my computer and being in a parking lot on a Sunday morning with biscotti and coffee. Um, And then I have a picture of True North ice cream that was handed out to me in the parking lot. Um, And then in about April of 2021, there's a picture um, of Scott and Claire and I Um, Um, and AJ at our house we had just bought this house in Albion Um, it needed a lot of work uh, you know inviting your pastors over to a very unfinished space and we ate dinner um, out on our we have an old barn foundation and watched the sunset and they anointed our porch with oil and um, there was just something about what we had experienced with Crossroads was so consistent with how it felt to be with Scott and Claire and it was consistent with how it felt to be, how it feels still to be in our young moms group. Um, there, this feeling that we get when we're doing ministry here at Crossroads, when we're with the people of Crossroads, is so special. Um, and the promises of God, like AJ said, the ways that the miracles we've seen in our life and in the lives of other people since we've been here. Um, not that we're here for the miracles, but we see God in so many Concrete ways um, that our time here at Crossroads um, has been surprising in that, in less than five years, we're sitting on this stage somehow, we're investing a lot of our life here, um, but we feel like we've received so much more than that. And what I love about Crossroads, too, is it's not just the feeling that I get when I'm Um, here in this building, and it's not just the feeling that I get when I'm at the Vance's house for a great together event, talking to John and Nancy Dietz. Um, While that is so special, it's also what I know we're bringing to the rest of the world. I know that that feeling goes with Matlin to the Boys and Girls Club. I know that that feeling goes with Albion College with Kelly Finn. There's something about the soul and the spirit and the way people here have been formed Um, That as we move in the world, there is a presence um, that is so unique. And so as we talk about vision and what the church is, there's nothing I could say describes Crossroads to me more than just that feeling, Mm -hmm. right? Of being with people I love and I have no question that they love me and they're looking me in the eyes. No matter how sad I am, and I'm pretending not to be sad. (laughs) No matter how joyful we are, and they're showing up with meals at our home when we've just had new babies. um, Crossroads, we fell in love with helping people navigate the journey. Because it's so simple to say, and it's so complex in practice. Right? (laughs) Navigating the journey with people from all walks of life, a lot of things depend Right. There's a lot of things we don't know what to do or what to say when we show up to help people navigate the journey, but in our life at Crossroads, people have showed up, even if they didn't know what to say, mm-hmm. even if there's nothing that you can say, um, you have been the people for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whew.
7: yeah.
6: Well, I want
3: to say um, all of you have a story and a perspective of Crossroads how you came, why you came, why you're still here, mm-hmm. what it is that you're, is connected to your faith in God and other people. For some of you, you drive quite a long way mm-hmm. to worship with this group of people. Mm-hmm. Others of you, you have given up other opportunities to be a part of this group of people. And when I think about the grace that is upon each and every one of us, it is an Acts 2.42 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to consider your story. Consider why you came and why you're here. Because we could have lined everybody up to say, tell us your story. Tell us, tell us what it is that has connected you by heart. That you've given your time and your talent and your resources to this place to do works of justice and mercy around the world. Why? Because there are many other wonderful places you could go. And yet there's something here for you that has brought you back on this day.
4: Mm-hmm. And I, so. I think one of the beautiful parts of the conversation, really from day one. Uh, and just the sense of God's work in the lives of individuals and then corporately is, I remember in the early days, for instance, like everyone that would visit kind of stood out because the church was so small, so you would be able to interact with really everybody on a Sunday morning. It was more like a small group at first, but um, all along having this sense of any time a new person walked in, and began to be connected to what Crossroads was about, this sense of God is up to something mm-hmm. because specifically that person or those people or that family has become a part to change all of us, to, to help all of us move further into what God has for us. Mm-hmm. And the excitement around that is remarkable. The, the power of that, in my opinion, is so remarkable. That there's no one in this room, for instance, whose life doesn't significantly affect all of us in one way or another. And that's a beautiful thing. It
3: is beautiful. And I remember when um, um, Helen Glover and uh, Nikki, formerly Glover, Nicole Jones, and her husband Anthony moved from California to come here uh, so that Helen could go through uh, the, the journey of cancer with the people who loved her, the people of faith, hope, and love that she wanted to surround herself with. They came back from California for these reasons. And I remember looking at Nicole when uh, Ron Thurman sang something, and she's like, that is the voice of worship from my childhood. <laughs> and, um, and I, I want to say some of you came to church when we used to sing, when Matt McAllister used to rap. Others of you came... And Matt Blossom. And Matt Blossom.
4: Yes. (laughs) And 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 Claire. Claire.
3: That's right. That's right. Others of you came during some of the songs we sang today. Like, every praise is to our God. You know, Lord, you are good. Others of you came later, you know, have you ever seen the wonder right? You came, there were things, there was a feeling that grounded you mm-hmm. in your own faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, our, our church is the house that Jesus built. Mm-hmm. And we are knocking out walls and expanding in ways that we're grateful to open the door for younger ministers to join us on the journey Um, But, you know, the good news is uh, the old people that are still here that were there in that first and then even the young ones that we drug you to church, um, you know, we're not leaving, but we are expanding Mm -hmm. and we want to see what God will do next. So, we're, we're going to give you an opportunity to ask some questions uh, after this. You want to tell us that before I start that last practice?
6: Yeah. Well, and first I want to say, when I've been doing the announcements about this day, I said we were going to talk about what we believe in some of our ministries and some of the things that you were like, you might be sitting there like, What? Where is the part that I thought I came for today? It was all in Um, there. Claire called yesterday and said, we're going to do two weeks. (laughs) And we don't want to shortcut the storytelling um, because this is who we are and we apply that through the ministries, when we look at our beliefs, um, they're not separate from the story, right? And so um, this is going to continue next week. Um, and if you're able to stay and eat some pizza with us and ask some questions, yes, Charles and Jill have some pamphlets that they're going to hand out. Oh, and John Gillis and Kathleen, look at all the hands, Stacy, um, that have some of that information in it. They're, you're going to be able to read some things. Um, but also, um, you can stay and ask questions, eat some lunch with us. We're going to take, um, a little bit of a break, um, probably about 20 minutes. So you can come back and around 12.05, we'll get started with question and answer. And then the questions that you have will partially shape to the things that we talk about next week. When we really get into what are the questions that we have, right? Like some of the things like do you have a membership process? Like, who, who are the elders and what did the elders do? Like, those are things that we can talk about and in the Q&A. why do you do that?
3: And why do you believe yes. that? And why don't you talk about that? And why do you talk about that?
6: Yeah. So those things are not off limits. They're just not what we said today. And we might say them yes. next week. yes. Yes. So if you would like to stay for the Q&A and stuff, we have, we're going to have the pizza over here in just a few minutes. Um, go grab your kids, say hi to some people, eat some lunch with some people, and we'll be back up here around 12.05. Is there something but else before. you want to do too? Okay, sorry.
3: So no, we're okay. Were you going to do something, <laughs> AJ?
4: You were going to do a practice, Claire.
3: Oh, good. Thank
4: you. Yes, just reminding you.
3: So, you know, our faith is about our practice. Can you all just say, I'm still practicing. Still Still practicing. practicing. We're still practicing our faith. Mm -hmm. And our faith um, has grown through times when we sing and shout and times when we be still and know that God is God. And so let's take a breath here for just a minute and... You know, some of you, I love when I went to pray with Julia the other day. She said, just a minute, I have to get seated, get my feet flat on the floor, and ground myself as we pray. And um, I'll give just a little bit of her testimony, too. You know, as she's going through this battle uh, for her health and walking in faith, hope, and love, she said if she hadn't gone to transforming retreats, she wouldn't know how she would go through this time learning how to practice her faith, learning how to be with God in the stillness when things are not anything you expected and hearing the, boi- the voice that calls you beloved in those places. So I want to say, friends, we need to practice our faith because we have been given the gift of practicing the presence of God. And when we slow down, maybe you soften your gaze or close your eyes and begin to breathe. We quiet ourselves and notice how noisy it is inside of us. And we don't judge ourselves for all that noise. We just say, oh God, you know how noisy it is in my head. You know how noisy it is in here. Will you help me quiet my mind? Will you help me learn to quiet my senses? Will you help me be still and know that you are God? And that you know the plans you have for me. Plans for my future. Plans for hope. God plans not to harm me, but to prosper me. Spirit, soul, and body. And taking a breath and knowing that God knows that even as noisy as your inner room is right here, God is with you in it. And it takes practice to learn to let go and let God. That it takes practice to still and quiet your soul like a weaned child with your heavenly parent. And that when you are quiet enough, you can hear the words, this is the way. Walk in it. And when you hear this is the way walk in it God is helping you navigate the journey the God who loves you is navigating your next steps wherever they take you and so we take a breath and we say, oh God of my breathing. God who's giving me life today and leading me. Thank you for this day, the way you've been present in bread and wine and laughter and stories i want you to lead me all the days of my journey home men so you're welcome to stay and have lunch and ask us some questions or listen to what other people might ask and just observe. Um, and we'll see you next week with, uh, with the... Uh, the
4: what well, we believe and some other things.
3: <laughs> yes. Bless you all. See you in a few minutes. Or next week.